Take charge of your thoughts. Take charge of your life. Psychologist, author, speaker, musician, former professor, and the host of Love and Life, Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. Welcome to Love and Life. I'm Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. Part three and the final segment of my interview with dating guru and Instagram sensation, the fairy godfather, is up next. So if you haven't had the chance to check out segments one and two, jump back to episode 49, How the Fairy Godfather Helps You Navigate Dating in the New Millennium. You'll hear how the fairy godfather got his name and got his start and how this became his passion and purpose in life. You'll find out what separates TFG from all the other dating experts out there. And you'll learn what your neurotransmitters are doing when you're texting a guy you've just met and how to make sure you're using this knowledge to text smarter, not harder. Then check out part two of our conversation. It's episode 51. Here, TFG answers the age-old question, is it okay to ask a guy if he's looking for a serious relationship? Find out from the male point of view. Also, TFG gets into the notion of breadcrumbing and how it's different for men and women. And he warns us to avoid wallowing in textationships and teaches us how to protect ourselves from love bombing. He also shares why sometimes actions don't speak louder than words. So check out that episode and then join us here for the final segment of the interview. Hey, Black Coffee Drinkers, Love and Life sponsor, Drink Now, is about to change your world. I'm a black coffee drinker, and so I know what you've been going through. You're burning your tongue, you're scalding your mouth, you're having to wait 40 minutes before you can even take a sip of your black coffee. By the time your coffee is cooled down enough that you could drink it, your muffin or your donut is already long gone. I know, I can't wait to eat that donut either. But now there's a solution. The Drink Now Perfector takes scalding hot coffee down to a drinkable 140 degrees in just 20 seconds without watering your coffee down. Learn more about Drink Now at drinknow.com and on Instagram at underscore drink underscore now underscore. One of the things that I've noticed, and I didn't really realize this until I started kind of getting into the space a little bit more, which, you know, when I published my book and I wanted to promote it, so I started doing a little bit more of a deep dive into this dating relationship realm. I didn't know that there were so many men who were out there positioning themselves as dating experts for men. And if you look at what their teachings are all about, it's pretty much the art of manipulation. Yeah. I um, I follow a few of these guys on, uh, and I've followed them for decades. You know, you remember the, there was a Neil Strauss. He did a book called The Game many many years ago. I bought that book. He teaches how to how to manipulate women. So you'd find a woman who had low self esteem, and you'd sort of give her a compliment, but a backhanded compliment. You know, she might say she had nice hair, but her dress didn't look so nice. You know what I mean? So you start picking them up and and sort of putting them down at the same time. I never used these techniques. You know, I was always too drunk when I was going, but how long time to remember and show <laughs> But I read the book. Um, well, I, I say I don't really read books. I sort of skim through them. But, you know, I sort of get the gist of it, and you read the, like, the, the, key, the key points. 
And this is what they were saying. This is how these pickup artists work. Now, fast forward 20 years, and you've got guys on YouTube, a guy called Alpha Male Strategies. Now, you want to check this guy out. Fucking hell. He's got the gift of the gab, and he's, uh, he's, he makes me laugh sometimes, like, because of the way he speaks to the other guy. Yeah. I always speak about women in such a derogatory way. But I tell the women, I said, watch this guy and learn from him. So what I do is, all the advice I give, yeah. counteracts their advice. So if everybody follows my advice, it counteracts his advice. You know? So, and that's the same with a guy called Corey Wayne as well. He's an American. He's from the South. He's got a huge following on YouTube. And he's not as bad as Alpha Male Strategies, but he does give tips that involve um, he tells guys to take women out for a meal on the first date because there's more chance of having sex afterwards. So that straight away pisses me off yeah. and why I bring in the coffee one hour first date. So this is why I give that advice to yeah. women now. And it counteracts what alpha male strategies and uh, Corey Wayne and other men who will give this advice to men to counteracts it. So to follow my advice, to avoid it. Well, and that's why I like that you also do your self-care Sunday or yeah. self-worth Sunday. Yeah, because if women are building into themselves while they're single, then if some guy comes at them with a compliment, but then the backhanded compliment is in conjunction with it, they're going to start to sniff that out. And they're going to look at him and go, hmm, what was that about? It's not going to sit right with them. And if they're needy and just want any kind of attention, then they'll take it. Even if it's, if it's laden with this not so nice comment, they'll take it because they're hungry for the compliment as women start to build themselves up. And I see the comments. I mean, women are giving you so, so many accolades and saying that, you know, you've helped me lose this joker. He's out of my life. I blocked him. And, and not only that, but I, I know a woman today, I loved it. She said something. She said, I know I'm a woman, a, a high value woman, yeah. so I'm not taking this. And I thought they're using your terminology, <laughs> TFG. Yeah, the, the self-work Sunday was, uh, that was just something that come about a few years ago now. But yeah, the, the, the comments are great and you know, that's, that's my part of what keeps me going. It's not just direct dating advice per se. It's also kind of a philosophy for living, building into yourself that will then obviously play out in a more successful and manageable dating life. So even when it's not successful, you'll be able to take it a little bit easier. The women are able to kind of bounce back quicker because they haven't had any expectations or they're not letting that rejection affect them so much that they think that they're not worth anything because they've been spending time on Self-Worth Sunday and they know they're a woman of high value. So it, you just have a lot of really great, great energy for women to step into. And I mean, it really, you are appropriately <laughs> the fairy godfather. And I know they, <laughs> I know they give you so many, uh, what are some of your favorite success uh, stories though? Some of the ones that the DMs that really warm your heart. I get those daily now, but the, the best ones are, are those where I get women out of a relationship, a toxic relationship. I spoke to a woman, yeah. um, Oh, 16 months ago, and she'd been in uh, an abusive relationship for, for over a decade. And she sent me a message. She says, I've driven for 16 hours to get to my mother's house. And something like that, that's, 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 that's why you do it. And you get a few of those. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's, that's what keeps you going. 
you've also got you know, the odd wedding as well. I throw, I throw the odd wedding here and there. I had a follower, she followed me for a couple of years, and she says, you know, she got married. And, you know, when you get a little bit of credit for that as well, well that's great, that. You know, especially when you, especially when you're still in contact. I mean, some women, they'll follow, take the advice, and as soon as they get a guy, they'll get rid of me. Because they don't want to, they don't want to be seen, hey, it could be a sort of stigma to, to have a lack of fair enough. Trying to explain it to the new guy. Oh, look at this guy. He's a fair enough father. Okay, all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's had to explain. Also, that could be a threat to new yeah. men coming on. They might see it as being problematic. So a lot of women unfollow us and they get a lot of long term relationships. And I don't blame them, you know, it's up to them. And they always know they can come back. And some of them do, sadly, but. I was going to say, they. Yeah, they might have to come yeah, on back at they, some they, point. They have to, you know, <laughs> Depending. I, like I said, I don't, I don't mind either way. Yeah. You know, sometimes, though, I actually speak to some women, I might speak to them privately, give them advice, like I say, to a, over two years, and then they'll just disappear. And then I'll be like, oh, before I used to like, send them a message, is that okay? And they're like, oh, yeah, I've, I've sort of learned that. I feel like I've, you know, I've learned everything I need to know. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> but they're like, oh, how did you know? You know, because I think they expect to sneak out of the back door without actually me realizing. But <laughs> <laughs> I get a fucking app. And on the app, it tells me who's followed, who's not followed. Yeah. I know everything just by this app. It even tells me how many people have liked. So now if I get women song DMing me, I want to know how much of my time I give to them. So if they've not liked any of my, you know, if they've been following for a year and they've only liked one post, and they're asking a question that could be answered by previous posts within say, the last couple of months. And I'm not really that happy because they're sort of taking the piss. You know, they should be, you know, reading the posts and not expecting me to, to spoon for you. I'm giving it free. So yeah, that's, that's, that's why the app is good for things like that. Well, it's like the the kid who wants the teacher to explain all the material, but the material was explained fully in the homework, but exactly. the kid didn't read the homework. Yeah, you just have to. <laughs> you know? it gets a lot they just want to hear it. In the first year, I could, I could manage that. I could micromanage. I could speak for everyone. But when you go from 10,000 to 20 to 30 to 40, you still have these women you've been speaking to for two years and giving them advice for two years, but they still want the advice. Now I'm saying, well, I can't do yeah. that. If you could ask me a question in say 10 20 words then sure i'll give you an answer you might not like it but you'll get the answer but if you want to write me a book you know like one piece then i ain't got time for that you know what i mean and that will be sent that will be referred to yeah, the fabulous fans on facebook but you know it's just about well some of them yeah they'll just send a message and there will be a hey how are you i'm such and such nice to meet you um, you know, how are you? But with none of that, it would just be question and straight away this fucking, you know, right. big thread of their life. But there's no consideration of the person behind behind it all that. Contrary to popular belief, I'm not yeah, actually it, a fairy. I'm a I'm a human <laughs> being with feelings, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think it's I think it is easy to sort of forget that, you know, and it is just on a platform and you don't see the actual real person from there. Yeah, and it's it's in this age of accessibility, mm-hmm. which is great because you're able to have this personal connection with your followers, but also because they can just DM you, 
they might not take the time to come through the resources that you have available to them, which are many, 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 many posts that delve into the answer to their question yeah. is in those posts. And it's explained very well thought out. You know, you've taken time to put that post together. And so your best advice for them is actually in the post, but they're like, no, I don't well, want to read the post. I want you to tell me. <laughs> well, most of the time is, is the fact that they've maybe missed the post or not read the post. And then they have caused problems by not following the advice. Do you know what I mean? So they'll be, they'll be like, oh, okay, well, right. we did this, we did that. And I'll be like, okay, did you have coffee for the first day? They're like, no. I'm like, okay, well, you should have done it. Have you been texting back and forth? Yeah, we Straight away, straight away, back and forth, back and forth. They shouldn't be doing that either. You know, so there's so many things that, and I just in the end, so listen, there's so many things wrong that I don't feel like I can advise you. Do you know what I mean? But if you go back and you want the right. advice, I can sort of point you in the right direction. But, but where you are right now is just, it's just too much of a mess to sort of understand because I have quote unquote rules in place and, you know, tips to follow. Right. I can say, okay, well, if you've done that and you've done that, then it has a fact, then it's because of this. So you fault find it, you know, and you know exactly where it's going wrong. But if people mess up the, the route and don't follow the advice, and I have no idea what's going on. So it's always best that we follow the advice. And I'm proactive with the, with the research and with the, the learning of it. Like some women will say, oh, well, I'm not dating right now, so I don't need to know. Well, well if, guess what? If I throw you in the deep end of a swimming pool, you want to fucking learn how to swim first. You know what I mean? So it's all about learning how to, mm-hmm. how to do it first, and especially if you've been in a relationship for six, 20 years and you're just becoming single now. And you're fucking clueless because it's changed so much. Everything's changed. People yeah. have a long-term relationship. It's always best to just like a fucking a good six months, eight months on your own, learn. You learn all about your dating world. You know, you take all the advice on board. You know, grow, grow yourself, wear confidence, grow fucking thick skin as well, because you're going to need one. You know, all these things that you need to take on board. Yeah. You know, get it all sorted out before you start there. Don't just go straight into it. Like, like a lamb to the slaughter, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, and it's, I'm sure it's frustrating, especially with those who have been following you for a while, and then they come to you, mm-hmm. and they haven't been following your advice. They're following it, they're reading the post, but they're not actually implementing it into their strategy yeah. and into their dating practice and I think they can maybe they can choose the advice. Okay. So they'll they'll maybe uh, they'll maybe have a copy yeah. for the first day, but then they'll have another day within that week whereas I say make sure I have one day a week date more than one man at a time if possible. Mm-hmm. So but they'll maybe like put three dates in one week. And I've done that before, but I only did it for sex, you know what I mean? Remember back in the day there used to be a little rule, you right. know. Don't have sex with a man until you have three dates with it. Well, I was always one second, step ahead of that. I was, I was, I had three dates in a week. We had sex on that's in the same week. And she was okay with that because she followed the social rules, you know. So yeah, had one date a week for the first month at least, and that also stopped you know, people getting carried away. Yeah, and it, it it provides some pacing to the relationship and some natural progression, which is helpful 
for everyone. It just allows this time and the space to process, to experience. And, you know, like you were saying, like some women, if they would go three dates and they could be like, okay, well, I waited till the third date to have sex with him. And you're like, listen, I'm just trying to get through those three dates so that I can get what I want. But that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean I'm sticking around. <laughs> you know, they're hoping it means something. It doesn't. You were just trying to, let's hurry up and get those three dates so I can get what I want. And that's why you're so honest and candid about that, yeah. that it's helpful and, for women to you know, see so, that. Uh, just going back to what you're talking about, you know, a lot of the guys who, a lot of the guys who are giving advice and doing something similar to me, they're actually like, you know, six, seven, eight years younger than me. So they never actually dated before the internet. They have no fucking idea what it's like to make that transition. You tried dating in 1998 or 1999 or, you know, 2000. He was having to go out into bars, troll the bars, looking for a woman into the clubs. What the fuck about? <laughs> you know, and then you do that for 10 years and it's, you start to see what power women have. And then all of a sudden, internet game comes along. And you're like, okay, the level, the playing field is leveled up. Well, it's an interesting theory that with Tinder in particular and online that it kind of leveled the playing field in a way, though, that women started giving yeah. up their power. Internet dating, for me personally, was 2007. I didn't start Tinder dating until 2012. There was five years where, where the, the, the level playing field was about the same, and it was, it was okay. But then Tinder came along, and it was just like a fucking, it was like fishing with dynamite. You know, everyone was captured. There was nothing worth catching. So that's that was the difference. Yeah. And like you said, you know, everyone becomes abundant and then you need to sort of like beat some of this community and you've got everyone's got competition. So yeah, people are maybe giving what's not being earned and stuff like that. Well, yeah, and it and we hear that. They do feel that there's so much abundance that there's that they're everyone's disposable. So they don't feel that even a nice date feels like it may, may go anywhere because Someone can go home, even if they've had this great connection, but they can go home and go, well, she was cute and nice and funny, but I can probably find someone cuter, nicer and funnier in five swipes. It's frustrating. People feel devalued. They don't feel seen. No one feels like they're even connecting because everyone's mind is is kind of elsewhere. Yeah. Using the dopamine, the the scarcity principle. So let it build up in the brain. Don't just... Go straight away. So it's reward driven, but it's also all about more about anticipation. Remember, I said anticipation is, is key to the dopamine build-up. So if you become abundant, then you also take away anticipation. Anticipation is key to the dopamine build-up. Mm-hmm. So once you become abundant, then the dopamine is sought elsewhere. That hits for the dopamine is sought elsewhere, usually from another woman. This is why I say it's always pace the reply to make sure it's not straight away. And I've actually experienced a few times myself. I've gone into text stuff on, I mean, just text, 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 back and forth, back and forth. And then I'm just like, oh, I'm bored of that. <laughs> and that's it, I'm just bored of that. And, you know, people say, oh, what do you mean you're bored? Yeah. You're bored of that. You just do, you just that because that's just how you feel. You know what I mean? It's when you become abundant, it's always like, they're no longer elusive, and there's no anticipation that chase is over. But this is why women should always be elusive. And only when a man gets into a serious relationship, committed relationship, 
will not stop. The chase will slow down. So what happens is when it gets into a long-term relationship, you have a drop in testosterone. Studies were done on that with hypogeneity, people with Bell Masler or, or someone I was talking about it. But we have a drop in testosterone. When you have that drop in testosterone, that allows the oxytocin to build. Because before then, the testosterone blocks the oxytocin in the brain during sex. So when women are getting all arm in love from like having sex a few times, a man is just like, I'm not. And that's because the testosterone blocked it. But when he gets into a long-term relationship, he has a drop in testosterone. And that's when the, that gives the, the oxytocin chance to grow. And that's when it falls broken. If men hear that they have a drop in testosterone when they get into a long-term relationship, we will never yeah. get boyfriends, TFG. I know. Well, how many, I don't know how many, how many followers you get. <laughs> this is what we need to know. I don't, hopefully this will be really far on into the, uh, into the podcast. You know, the guys are right, let's off hope they have. Any, yeah, the guys are dead off. But imagine if a guy knew everything that I posted about. Imagine what sort of damage you could just by knowing what to say, when to say it, especially if you read up about the uh, what we spoke about our post we did on the recapitulation of family of origin. Right. Mm-hmm. Remember that? If you knew about that, then you could find out about her childhood and use that against it. So if she had, maybe if she was abandoned as a child or, or wasn't loved as much as she wanted to, if you found that out, then you could use yeah. that and you could, you could sort of like manipulate her by saying, right, well, I'm not going to give her that much attention because I know she sees that as being familiar mm-hmm. rather than rather than what's right for her. So do you know what I mean? So the advice I give is only good for women. This quarter, Love and Life lends a hand to 11th Candle Company. All proceeds from the sale of my book, Single is the New Black, Don't Wear White Till It's Right, will go to 11th Candle Company's Legacy Foundation. To hear more about the incredible work Amber Runyon is doing to help women escape sex trafficking, please take a listen to my podcast interview with her. It's episode 42, How Does a Candle Company Combat Human Trafficking? 11th Candle Company. Check them out at 11thcandleco.com and be sure to use promo code TAKECHARGE to receive 20% off your entire purchase. So you have, in many of your posts, some, it looks almost like a little entry from a dictionary. They're dating definitions, and they're terms that a lot of us know, but then there's some that seem to be almost an extension of the common term, like ghosting would be one that everyone's talking about. But then you've got a term for zombieing, which is kind of next level ghosting. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit about how those came to be. Okay, well... If you look at all the problems we have in the world, you know, people will label, it helps people to get help or to identify things. So what I realized was is that if someone was say, good being ghosted, then we can identify that and give it a word. And then it can be maybe not avoided, but dealt with. Mm-hmm. Same with uh, haunting, uh, breadcrumbing, zombie, and all these other different types of things. Women are actually, even now, are seeing these definitions and saying, wow, I've been breadcrumb. Mm-hmm. So they're sort of seeing and realizing it's not acceptable for a man just to send a message every three days. Well, if nobody tells you that it's not acceptable, then how do you right. know? 
you might think, oh, well, maybe I'm being needy if I want a message every day. No, you're not being needy if you're wanting a message every day. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's about saying what's acceptable and what isn't acceptable. Like even the word football, although it, the origins of it comes from, I think there was a, there was a rapper who, who used it originally and it's a different terminology, a different definition. But although I don't take credit for inventing it, I give credit to original origins in both my posts. But what it does do is it helps us realize what these people are. So, for example, a footballer would be a man who manipulates a woman or lies to a woman or is vague about his intentions to get a woman into bed. So that's that's a footballer. Although, yeah, I didn't invent any of them. But what I did do is I added my own sense of humor to them and I put, made them, put them into like, um, <laughs> so it looked, looked like excerpts from a dictionary. Yeah. So, for example, with the haunting one, we would um, it's a noun. Right. They would say, when a boy reappears out of the fucking blue but doesn't communicate with you, he just views and likes your social media content like the creepy little fuck he is. <laughs> That's, that was the whole idea. And, and there's, a, there's about 12 or 13 that I've got together. Well, as much as we live in an age where people want to have freedom and we want to throw out all the old rules and no one wants to say that men should behave this way and women should behave that way. You're bringing a little bit of structure to this very nebulous world of dating. Like you said, so someone can go, no, I'm not needy. This is, this makes sense. It is reasonable for me to expect a daily check-in if we've been dating for such and such amount of time. You're providing, and then the terms, the definitions, this is what this is. And I think it's kind of cute that you put it in the dictionary format because again, that harkens back to what we felt as kids, like, like we're students and this is, this is the way it is. This is a definition. This has meaning. This has validity. And if you follow some of these terms and start to understand them and, and get what's going on, you can really be better prepared to deal with what you might face as you're in this dating space. Yeah. And I, and I think the, uh, if you try and add a little bit of humor yeah. to it <laughs> and someone gets it, then you have to try. Then people, you know, people remember that and it sinks in a lot better, I find anyway. And like I say, it's not such a it's not such a lecture. Right, right. I'm not lecturing people. If I if I can make them laugh, right. like some women in the comments, some will be, some of them will say, "I felt this." Others might say, "Just laughter emojis," because they're feeling it in different times of their lives. Mm-hmm. Some have maybe already experienced it ten years ago, so they find it funny. Someone might be feeling it right at that very moment in time, but they might have, you know, a sad comment. You know, so it's all about just different times. And this goes on back to what I was talking about the other day to someone in the Facebook group. There was women there, you know, they were acting like they were born wise, whereas there wasn't. They, they learned, whether it was be from their, their caregivers, whether it be from their friends or their ex-boyfriends, they've learned from someone. Whatever, I just think everyone's at a different path, mm-hmm. you know, along a, a timeline. So if you're laughing at the woman because she's been ghosted or the fact she's chasing a guy when she shouldn't be, then, you, then you're a bit of a dickhead because there will have been a time in life when you will have done exactly the same thing had you not been taught something. You know, some people have really good upbringings and, you know, especially if you come from a, uh, an environment where it's masculine, so you're learning from a father. If he's like the, the, the head teacher, then he'll teach you everything. So it'll be almost like me teaching. 
know, because you gain right. everything that you need to know from a man. Right. So I speak to a lot of women who's, who's maybe if they were, they were five or three only parent, and they will know, they will probably know everything that we're talking about because their father would have told them. So it's all about just different timelines and nobody's stupid, you know, common sense and intelligence, you know, doesn't doesn't factor in manipulation and lies, you know, that's no quote line now where, where I say that because some of the smartest people in the world can be manipulated yeah. and we only have to look at look at the scam artists that go on the scams that go on in this world and the smartest people in the world are scammed. Well, and it's I think it's great because you are helping people, like you say, it's not about, hey, we've all fallen for these kinds of scams. Like you said, we've all been that person who got got taken advantage of in one way, shape or form in dating and in other realms of life. I'm glad to see that some other people in the dating space are, are glomming onto your, uh, your terms because they're showing up in different podcasts. I, th- I know you posted something today that some women were starting to talk about your terms and, and just share them so that people can a enjoy them because they're funny, but B also learn yeah. from them. Yeah. It's, it's real weird that as well, because you know, the, the words have been out there for ages. I just think it's the way that they've been put together, yeah. you know, sort of like you said, like the, the dictionary excerpts, so yeah, and yeah, I think it's three podcasts now in the last last couple of weeks that have, that have been mentioned. So yeah, that's great that. Yeah. You know, being able to get a shout out like that. Let's connect on social. I'm most active on Instagram at Dr. Karen, that's D-R dot K-A-R-I-N. On Twitter, I'm at Dr. Karen Anderson. Live tweet with me when I watch my favorite shows, Will and Grace. My brand new fave, God Friended Me. And of course, all shows Bachelor Nation. Join me on Facebook where I'm stepping up my Facebook Live game. I'm at Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. So TFG, thank you so much for your time today. And we've got so much great material. We're going to probably chop this up into a couple different podcast episodes because you're really providing, it's, it's just really neat to hear everything that you say, but just to hear it. And I think that listeners will receive it and they'll learn from it in a little bit different way through the podcast format. So thanks again for coming on. And my pleasure. just as, Thank you. And and just to uh, just to kind of wrap things up, when you think about what you've been doing now for three years, you said you started in February of 2016. Mm-hmm. So we're coming up on your three-year anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. When you think about all that you've put in, I mean, this is your, I mean, not 24 hours a day, but I know you don't sleep a lot. <laughs> so this is a lot of time, energy, and your heart that you're giving women when you look back on these three years and kind of look ahead, what is kind of your mission? What do you make? How do you make sense of it? And what's the point of it all? And what are the things that keep you going? Great, great question. Well, every day, you know, I receive the uh, the feel good factor. You know, that's the best kind of happiness to to achieve as well. If you can get a feel good factor and get that every day as well, then you know that's better than anything. I read a book. Well, I say I read a book. <laughs> Remember, I don't read books, but I read excerpts from a book called Happy by a man called Darren Brown. And he, and he pointed this out, that happiness best comes from giving and helping others, and that lasts longer. So that's, a, that's one of the reasons why I keep it going. 
Yeah. I'm doing something worthwhile as well, you know, and if you can help people, then I believe we have a moral obligation to do so. Mm. So, I mean, it's like if somebody says to you, can, can you help me do this? And you're like, and you, and you realize that that can make somebody's life better. Sometimes you think it's fucking life changing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So knowing you can, you have that, or you can, you can help someone in that sort of way, then yeah, that's a, that's a great reason to do it. But it also gives me a purpose in life as well. I mean, but you know, before I started doing this, I was just fucking, you know, going on vacations here and then. There's no real purpose with life. And don't get me wrong as well. I think I'd, I think I'd be alive. I said I didn't like the attention as well, you know, because you know we're all human. We <laughs> we all like to be told that that we're doing good and that we're that we're a good person. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, of course there's that as well. I, I think if everybody was like sort of taken without gratitude, then I probably wouldn't do it. Yeah, you know? unless they were unless they were paying me lots of money. Do you know what I mean? But they're not. So it's um, that's uh, that's that's what keeps me going. Well, yeah. And uh, back to the attention part, you have created a reality for yourself where you're the only dude with 40,000 women. I, <laughs> I mean, that's it's a pretty good gig you got for yourself there. It's a little bit about the numbers. Don't get me wrong, because you want to get the message out there. Yeah, you know, right. Let's, let's be real here. You know, we all like a little bit of attention. We all like to be appreciated. Yeah. And, you know, if we've got a message to get out there, then we we like we like it to get out to as many people as possible. So yeah, there's many reasons why I continue doing it and why I enjoy doing it. You know, so I don't, I don't know. I've not had a day off in in three years now. So yeah, even Christmas Day, you know, I'll be there. But, but like I say, if you enjoy it, then it's not a sacrifice. It's not the same as giving up bread so that you can lose that extra. <laughs> Two percent body fat. Do you know what I mean? It's not a sacrifice. And it's pretty remarkable, really, because it really has become your life. It's and it's wonderful that you enjoy it so much. And it is also wonderful that you do, as we've been talking about, you do get those DMs. You do get that that really tangible reinforcement that what you're doing is changing lives. And that's not an overstatement to say that you're changing lives. You're helping people get themselves sorted out, feel better about themselves know what they're worth, know that they're a high-value woman so that then they can present themselves as a high-value woman and then attract high-value men. And not to even, let's go back to the beginning of this podcast where you shared that the whole inspiration for this was that a woman was getting ready to take her life. And so it really, it's powerful stuff. And that's why it's been such an honor for me to partner with you and, and to collab and then to have the opportunity to share you and what you're about on the podcast. And and it is, I know it's not about the numbers, but at the same time, it is a little bit because like you yeah, said, you're, because it has to be, because I mean, you're, you believe in what you're doing. And when you believe in what you're doing, you want those who need to hear that word. You want them to get that word. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a little bit about the numbers. So. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'd like to say, you know, if I went from 40,000 to say 2,000, then yeah, I'd, I'd probably I'd be upset a little bit. You know what I mean? So a couple months ago, we asked your followers what uh, they would like you to talk about and what they'd like us to address. So I'm going to have to ask you to come back, TFG, and we can look through some of those questions (laughs) and give your answers to... Yeah. Listen, I can't fucking wait because I saw some of them questions and they could have been answered very much by my posts. A lot of people, <laughs> listen, a lot of people haven't been reading my fucking work 
So they've been, asking, they've been asking these questions, and I'm like, wait a minute, I was talking about this yesterday. So these people were asking questions. You know, I won't be naming and shaming, but they'll certainly know, because I'll, I'll read it exactly how it's written. <laughs> but yeah, the, right. I, was, I was jumping at the bits just to, to answer those questions. But yeah, definitely back to answer those questions. That's for sure. Well, we'll look through and see if there are any that we uh, haven't covered or you haven't covered in your posts. And if there are some, then we'll uh, we'll give those no, to the even listeners. If, even, if, well, even if we have, uh, even if we have been covered, you know, we, we will go through them again because like I said, there's always new followers. The women who are asking the questions, I know they fucking follow up for years. You know, now <laughs> you're like rolling my eyes. <laughs> right, you're yeah. like I know you, and I know, I know how long you've been I around. Know. Yes, you I know, know better. <laughs> Don't be asking this. <laughs> but well, thanks again, TFG. It has been a true honor and pleasure. And uh, we'll talk again soon. And thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure, as always. So the love and life hack for this week is the fairy magic can't work unless you follow the fairy godfather's instructions. So dig into his many posts full of great advice from a male perspective. Read the captions entirely and then DM him with questions, but be sure you're paying attention so that you can enjoy all the benefits of the fairy magic. Take charge of your thoughts. Take charge of your life. This is Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. Thanks so much for listening, for subscribing to Love & Life, and for reviewing episodes. I really appreciate it. And until next time, make it a great week. Love & Life is produced by Tim May and hosts and executive producer, Dr. Karen Anderson-Abril.